We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is brought to you by Decoy Wines of Sonoma, California. As you gather with family and friends this summer, experience the best of wine country with Decoy by Duckhorn. Winemaker Tyson Wolf spends every vintage focused on harvesting grapes and crafting wines from the finest vineyards. Whether it's our flagship Cabernet or crisp and refreshing Rosé, Decoy has just the wine for your discerning taste. Ask for us at your local wine shop or visit decoywines.com slash celebrate to locate our wines near you. Whether you're firing up the grill, hosting an alfresco get-together, or enjoying the warm summer nights, let Decoy by Duckhorn elevate your occasion. Easy parking with Easy Trip. Now available at Dundrum Town Centre. So you can now use your toll tags to park in our car parks. Simply register at easytrip.ie forward slash parking. Easy parking with Easy Trip. Dundrum, where more happens. Hey, you're listening to the August 21st, 2017 College Football Show, a Rotoviz Radio podcast. I'm Kyle Pollock on Twitter at KylePollockFF, and joining me is my co-host, Jordan Hoover, at jhoover9787 on Twitter. Jordan, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Kyle. Um, Sunday, uh, last weekend without official football to watch. We're six days away from kickoff college football. Um, we're going to dive into a kind of short slate for this upcoming weekend but we'll get our first taste uh in a small portion kind of a an appetizer for what will be officially what most people will probably be calling week one next saturday um where most of the teams will kick off but pretty excited that this is you know we're we're in the week of college football no more pontificating we'll actually have action to watch and uh, break down actual 2017 players, and yeah, pretty excited to get it going. Yeah, finally got a little taste of football, and 
I've been looking forward to it. It's been too long without it. Um, and preseason still going in the NFL. As you know, the NFL season's quickly approaching. Get ready for it with the Rotoviz NFL Pats, which you can get right now for 30% off. This discount is for podcast listeners only. And it's available through the NFL Podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. Your subscription gives you unlimited access to all of our NFL content and tools, and it also supports the pod. Also, you can support the pod by subscribing to and rating the Rotoviz radio channel on iTunes. Do that, and you'll be eligible to compete against some Rotoviz podcasters and writers in a $35 entry best ball league hosted by our friends at the FFPC. The winner of each league will receive a year-long Rotoviz pass on top of the cash prize. Go to iTunes, leave a review with your name in it, and email us at rotovizradio at gmail.com, and we'll get you in the league. And before we actually get to previewing the first week's game, we're going to go over a couple minor news stories from this week. Um, so we, we've mentioned him a couple times, uh, but Lane Kiffin down at FAU has kind of been building up a, a big program down there. He's been getting a lot of transfers. Uh, most recently, uh, Jovan uh, Duarte from West Virginia. He, he was a, a wide receiver down there, four-star player. Announced yesterday that he's transferring to... Um, Florida Atlantic, uh, skinny guy, more of a deep threat than anything else. I liked him his freshman year, and he kind of disappointed last year. But with all his talent he's getting down there, I'm interested to see what they're going to be able to build in the next couple of years. Yeah, and uh, uh, on top of that, they added another quarterback transfer, um, Chris Robeson, who was a former Oklahoma Sooner. He was a four-star coming out of high school. Uh, was dismissed from the Sooners team. Uh, I believe it was last month, um, or earlier this month, excuse me, for a violation of team rules. So he jumps into the fold. He'll have to sit out actually 2017, but he'll he'll have four years of eligibility left when he comes back in 2018. Obviously, they have uh, DeAndre Johnson, who's going to be starting there this year. Uh, you know, depending on what he does the following season could be Robeson's show he's he's probably the guy to look for a couple years down the road um obviously didn't get a chance to play at Oklahoma so we don't have much to go off of with him it'll be you know yet to see how long Kiffin's actually going to stay at FAU I'm sure he's probably saying all the right things doing all the right things but you kind of got to think that he's pumping himself up as fast as he can to try and get a more uh, prestigious job somewhere else, but we'll see. Um, but like you said, Durante, Robeson, they're just adding talent, it seems like, weekly. So they September 9th, they travel to Madison to play Wisconsin. And normally Wisconsin FAU wouldn't be really that big of a deal, but I think with everything that's going on at FAU, Kiffin, uh, DeAndre Johnson, all this stuff, that game becomes kind of a must-watch depending on if you can grab it. Yeah, I mean, over the course of this offseason, like you said, they just added those two guys. They added John Franklin last week, DeAndre Johnson. Um, another guy, DeAndre McNeil, was a four-star receiver from Texas that transferred there. Uh, DeAnfrey McGriff was originally committed to Auburn, then Florida. Then he ended up not going to either of those schools, went Juco, now transferring there. They're going to have a very explosive offense and going to be a team to watch for this year, which is kind of surprising considering the state of the, uh, the program before. Yeah. Uh, um, other than that, not a ton of news this week. Um, Dedrick Mills, running back from Georgia Tech, was dismissed. He was their leading rusher, uh, an all-ATC caliber player last year, so a big blow for them. One of their you know, 
they, they run a run heavy offense so to have their leading rusher uh, dismissed it's not going to help them out um, had a good season a couple of years ago but last year was kind of back down to earth a little bit um, I think Mills will probably go Juco just a guess and end up you know back on his feet at another school but kind of kind of tough for his career to, to go out that way um, I liked him a little bit just based off what he did as a true freshman in the ACC but again kind of hard to tell because he's in a run heavy offense and already got dismissed from his team so yeah this is a bummer because I mean he had 12 touchdowns as a true freshman as you said in the ACC he was going to be the guy in this offense they they spread out the carries pretty equally at Georgia Tech but I would assume that they were gonna they were planning on relying pretty heavily on Mills so this is bad on multiple fronts it's bad for Mills it's bad for Georgia Tech um, in a tough ACC it's not going to help their cause yep um, and with that being said we'll hop right into the week one games now uh, first game up is Oregon State at Colorado State uh, it's kind of an interesting matchup it's one of the uh, worst teams in the Pac-12 versus one of the probably one of the better Mountain West teams um, Colorado State's favored by three and a half and they're at home uh, I know they have a guy you particularly like a lot right Michael Gallup yeah Michael Gallup um, I talked a little bit about him last week in sort of rapid-fire fashion at the end of our pod um, and so I mean most of the stuff that I had I, I talked about last week but just to quickly refresh last season um, he he actually put up a .44 dominator rating which is really really impressive uh, he's six foot one, one ninety five, so he's not the typical big body guy that we like to think of. But um, he's twenty one years old. He'll turn twenty two in March uh, next year. And um, Colorado State has a pretty good offense coming back. I think it's going to feature Gallup. Uh, there's stability on that side of the ball, and he only has one season. Last season was his only real dominant season of production. So that's always kind of a, a bit of a red flag when you see it pop up like that. But assuming he can kind of reproduce his effort last year, I, I like Gallup. Um, I think that he has, he has a ceiling as far as a draft prospect is concerned. Um, and he's, you know, in this, in this short five-game slate, this is the first official game of the college football season. He's one that he's worth watching the game for. On, on his own, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree. I think he's one of the best small school receivers in the country, a guy that not a lot of people know. And on a day like today, uh, this week, he can get a lot of attention, which is good for him at his draft stock. Um, Oregon State, uh, another team not in front of Cali, but uh, two guys in particular uh, that stand out from them are Jordan Villamine, who I mentioned in our Pac-12 episode. He had a nice season a couple of years ago, really, really fell off last year, only 250 yards and one touchdown. So this is kind of a uh, make-or-break season for him, um, and this is the start of it all for him this game. If he gets off to a rough start this game, uh, I think the wheels could fall off for his rest of his career. Um, but Ryan Nall, uh, the running back, is really the guy that makes them go. Um, he's 6'2", 239 pounds. Uh, we mentioned before he led the country in elusive rating, according to PFF. Um, so kind of an interesting thing for someone to do, uh, who has almost no buzz on a pretty subpar team. But um, watching him go up against Colorado State's front seven will be kind of interesting. Colorado State has a decent decent defense, um, but not a tremendous defense. Uh, 
not quite up to Pac-12 standards, but Null has been impressive before, ended the season pretty hot. So if he can um, if he can get going, run the ball, if they are able to run the ball down Colorado State's throat, I think uh, Oregon State will be able to pull it out. But I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Um, I'm going to take the points with Colorado. Colorado's favored by three and a half. They're at home. Uh, Colorado State, excuse me. So I like them in this game. Yeah, um, on the first pick of the season, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, take the Rams at home, giving three and a half. Um, the next game we have up uh, is Portland State versus BYU. So Portland State, D2 team, we're not going to talk about them. They don't have any um, anyone to really look out for. Um, BYU lost Jamal Williams from last year, who rushed for almost 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns, got drafted by the Packers. They also lost Taysom Hill, who was their starter on and off again for the past couple of years. Um, but they return uh, Tanner Mangum at quarterback, who, when Hill got hurt uh, two years ago, was tremendous. Passed for 3,300 yards, 23 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. Um, he was a lead, lead 11 quarterback. He was in the finals with uh, Jameis Winston in that class. However, um, like most BYU guys, he has to take a mission for two years. So he's a junior, but he's already 24, and he's only played one season, really. Um, I really liked what he I saw uh, on Mangum's tape when he did play uh, in 2015. Um, he really flashed a huge arm, kind of that downfield throwing ability that someone like Josh Allen possesses. possesses. Um, I, I think they're two pretty similar players. Mangum's just older, um, but I think he plays against a little bit better competition. Um same size as Allen, too, 6'3", 220. So I think he's someone with a big year that could kind of rise up draft boards. Yeah, I think that pretty much hits it on the head. He's he's in the top 15 for me as far as quarterbacks for 2018. Again, kind of with room to improve a couple spots, depending on how he shows. His age is, you know, since he took two years off for his mission trip, his age is a little bit concerning. He turns 24 next month, like you mentioned. But he's got the size and decent production, so um, I'm right there with you on Magnum. Yeah, um, there's no line on this game, but it's a pretty easy pick for me. Uh, I like BYU, just the the, the Division One team over the Division Two team with the best player in the game. Pretty easy pick for me. That's a nice slow lob right down the middle. Um, I'll take BYU as well. All right. Uh, next up, uh, we have Hawaii traveling to Massachusetts. Um, not a ton of talent in this game, but there is one tight end uh, that is a pretty impressive player. Um, Adam Brenneman, he was a transfer from Penn State two years ago, had originally retired from football due to knee injuries. Um, and Brenneman had a tremendous year last year, led the team in receiving, had 808 yards and 8 touchdowns on 70 catches, um, put up a solid dominator rating. Um, he had a market share of yards of 0.26 and a market share of touchdowns of 0.29, so about 0.27 dominator rating for a tight end, which is tremendous. Um, before all his knee injuries, he was a great athlete, but um, sat out the 2014 and 2015 season due to injuries, and I don't know if he still has that same athleticism. If he can stay healthy and can you know retain maybe even 60% of that athleticism, I think he's an NFL tight end. Um, but that's yet to be seen. Obviously, his production is tremendous. Uh, he's got good size at 6'4", 250, so kind of a tight end to keep your eye on for next year's draft. Yeah, again, uh, I think you covered it pretty well. It was, It's good to see him back and active. When, he was, when, when the knee injuries occurred and he was forced to quit football when he was at Penn State, that was 
that's a sad thing to see someone with that much promise because he was really highly touted coming out of high school and never really got a chance to show it while he was at Penn State because of the health concerns. So it's really good to see him back and playing well. Like you said, that dominator rating is nuts for a tight end. Um, if he can do similar things this year uh, stay and stays healthy, there's no reason why he can't sneak into the top 10, top 8 of tight ends, um, potentially stick with a team at the next level, assuming, again, that all is well on the health front. So, um, yeah, Brenneman, Brenneman is definitely a tight end to keep an eye on for 2018. Mm-hmm. And after the break, we're going to come up uh, and preview the next two games, which are South Florida at San Jose State and Stanford versus Rice. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. All right, and we're back. Um, so next game up we have is South Florida at San Jose State, and USF has a pretty good quarterback. That um, I think you you like a decent amount in Quentin Flowers, right? Yeah, I do. Um, I was looking him looking at Flowers' stats uh, when we were write, when writing up this pod, and he's improved gradually every season. Um, in 31 career games at South Florida, he's completed 60.2% of his throws, 46 touchdowns to 17 interceptions, and an 8.6 AYA, which is, you know, right on that line that you're kind of looking for. Uh, he's been efficient, but, you know, what he really brings to the table is that added rushing ability. Um, in his career, again, 31 games, he has over 2,500 rushing yards and 30 rushing touchdowns, which is nuts. Um He's one of just 13 players since 2000 to accumulate 20 passing touchdowns and 15 rushing touchdowns in a single season. That's what he did last year. So he's truly a dual threat. And um, just, you know, as a quick aside, I was kind of spilling all this stuff out on Twitter, and um, I was looking at his stats, and Lamar Jackson is another one of the players, is another one of those 13 guys that hit those thresholds. And I kind of lined the two stats up, and Flowers is essentially a more accurate Lamar Jackson. They, they literally have nearly the identical rushing stats, rushing yardage, and rushing touchdowns from last year. Um, Flowers completed a higher percentage of his throws. He, he didn't throw for as many yards, but their AYAs were almost nearly identical as well. Uh, Flowers is obviously smaller. He's six foot 215. Jackson has a little bit more height on him, but... It's kind of eerie when you put their stats next to each other, how similar they are. And Jackson obviously won the Heisman Trophy last year, and Flowers kind of flew under the radar. So, again, in this short slate, if you get a chance to check out this game, uh, Flowers is definitely worth the price of admission. 
Yeah, I agree. When I wrote up flowers uh, for my series at Dynasty League Football, I did the same thing. I just went to see uh, who had a similar season to him in terms of, you know, at least as good as his last year or better. And the only two players um, were Lamar Jackson last year and Jordan Lynch in 2012 and 2013. Um, and both those guys were up for Heisman. So Flowers, kind of an underrated guy. Um, I think he lacks the arm strength and the pocket presence to be an NFL quarterback. But in terms of college, uh, I think he's a great, great player. Um, and one other guy that I think could break out for Florida, uh, excuse me, South Florida this year is Darnell Solomon. Um, he was originally a five-star recruit um, by rivals, the second best player in the country, or second best receiver in the country, and number 16 overall player in the country. Um, but he ended up plummeting down recruiting boards his senior year. Uh, he ended up becoming a four-star and the number 58 receiver in the country, and it was because he was convicted of a burglary charge uh, when he went, took a trip to Georgia. So he he had offers from teams like Alabama, Georgia, all those SEC teams, and he ended up going to South Florida. He's six-three. 215 pounds, um, with great hands, good jump ball receiver, good athlete, um, hasn't played much, but he's a guy, I think, who could take over as their top receiver this year, since their top receiver, uh, Rodney Adams, graduated, and I think they might look to throw more with Charlie Strong and Sterling Gilbert coming in to run the offense, and Marlon Mack graduating, so um, Solomon's someone, I think, that could have a, a big, not only a big game, but a big season, too. Um, it's South Florida plus 20. Um, they're at San Jose State, so I think the travel you know, could affect them a little bit, but I'm still going to take uh, South Florida with the points, even though it's a, a big spread. I, I trust that offense to, to score a lot of points. Yeah, I, I initially had uh, I initially had taken San Jose State with the points, but now that I'm kind of – now that we talk through a little bit, um, I think I'm going to flip and go with you. I'm going to give the points, lay the 20 – take the Bulls um, they bring back nine on defense you know the talent they obviously are superior uh, the superior team in terms of talent here the travel the loss of Marlon Mack worries me a little bit who's going to fill in uh, it's really going to be pretty much all in flowers but I'm going to side with you and South Florida lay the points book it mm-hmm. and our last game here is actually in Australia um, Stanford's playing Rice um Neither team really has an affiliation with Australia, so I find it kind of odd that Rice is traveling over there, but um, that's whatever. Um, so we have, for Stanford, obviously the loss of Christian McCaffrey, um, pretty big, which we covered in the Pac-12 podcast, uh, but I think we both think that Bryce Love can kind of do an adequate job replacing him. Um, as tough as that is, McCaffrey's a tremendous player, but I think I think we both agree that Love can kind of do a good impersonation of him, right? Yeah, he's... Obviously not, you know, he's not on the same level as Christian McCaffrey, but I think that he fits in this offense, and unless they make drastic changes to their philosophy, this is kind of centered around the lead back, and, and that's who Love is. So until we see otherwise, we should assume that he's going to get a large uh, portion of the touches on offense. Yeah, I think he'll be able to do that. Um, should be able to handle the receiving production, too, that uh, McCaffrey had, which is what made him so tremendous. Um Two other guys for Stanford, uh, Trent Irwin was another guy we mentioned. He was their leading receiver last year. Um, he hasn't done much yet. He was a five-star recruit for rivals, but he only has 49 receptions in his 22 career games. Um, he needs to improve a little bit this year to show that he's more than just like a, a slot receiver in that type of role. He's a good route runner, but 
400 yards and it's been his best season so far and only one touchdown in his career I'd like to see him improve I, I liked what he showed on his high school film but we're kind of past that point with him now he's going to be a junior kind of needs to step up and show that um yeah yeah and I I just one more guy uh I don't know if we talked about Dalton Schultz the tight end for Stanford when we did the Pac-12 or not but just wanted to real briefly he's six foot six 240 junior tight end 33 career receptions and 22 career games so he hasn't done much either in terms of uh, producing on the field yet but uh, he doesn't turn 22 until next July which is you know acceptable as far as age is concerned and um, the the 2018 tight end class you know things can obviously change but looking at it right now it's not nearly as strong as uh, 2017 for instance so I think that if Schultz gets featured more and depending on how they run the offense, he has the ability to kind of jump into that top five <clears throat> and stay there for the 2018 class. Not sure how athletic he'll test, but um, he's, you know, historically the tight end position at Stanford has been pretty productive as, in terms of college production and then NFL production. So just kind of going off of history, uh, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Schultz. Yeah, he's an intriguing guy. Um, I think this tight end class kind of a lot of question marks right now. Um, it Stanford's plus thirty one, so I don't really trust their offense. Like we said, the games in Australia. I'm gonna take Rice and the points. Um, don't really trust Stanford much this year. They ranked fifteenth in the AP poll, or fourteenth, excuse me. Uh, I think they're one of the more overrated teams in the country. I could see them finishing fourth in their own division. I really don't like Stanford that much this year. I think the passing offense is going to be really anemic. Uh, the line lost a little bit, and, you know, obviously losing McCaffrey doesn't help, and they lost Solomon Thomas, too. I don't know what you think of them, but I think they're kind of set up to disappoint this year. Yeah, 10-3 and three last year obviously relied heavily on McCaffrey, just like we've been saying. They should bring back eight starters on both sides of the, on both sides of the ball, so the defense, again, should be pretty strong. But in this game in particular... 31 points is just too much. And like we said, the games in Australia, both teams are going to be flying all the way across, you know, all the way across the Pacific Ocean to a land down under. So I'm going to take Rice uh, getting 31. I, I think Stanford, you know, I think Stanford pretty easily wins this game, but I don't, I'm not 100% sure that they can do it by 31. So, um, yeah, just too big of a spread. Uh, I'll take Rice as well. So I guess we agreed on every game, and that's kind of disappointing because um, <laughs> it's either we all get, we're, we're you know, all short, in, so short we, slate, we all win or we all not lose. Not great matchups. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I'm sure some people disagree with us, so you don't have to follow our advice when you're betting. But, um, yeah, we should probably, we should probably give a, a disclaimer. Probably should have done that at the beginning. Um, to, you know, we we are I myself at least um, am not a professional better so do not bet your house on these picks. Um, if you're willing to bet your house, you're probably better off going to a more uh, reliable source for that kind of information. But yeah, it'll be fun to see how we go how we how we do through the season. Um, try and keep track while we go and yeah, so it should be a nice addition to the show. Yeah, next week we'll have a much bigger slate to talk about. We'll have games to recap so. Um, this week kind of just like a little teaser for what the show's going to be like mostly during the year. Um, obviously no recaps for this week, but coming weeks we'll, we'll have better matchups to talk about, uh, more players to recap, and just, just a lot, a lot of good stuff going on in the college football world.
Um, so that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Show for Jordan Hoover. Uh, again, he's on Twitter at jhoover9787. I'm Kyle Pollock at KylePollockFF, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the College Football Show, our Rotoviz Radio podcast. Our executive producer is Matthew Friedman. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at rotovizradio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz at a 30% discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Decoy Wines of Sonoma, California. As you gather with family and friends this summer, experience the best of wine country with Decoy by Duckhorn. Winemaker Tyson Wolf spends every vintage focused on harvesting grapes and crafting wines from the finest vineyards. Whether it's our flagship Cabernet or crisp and refreshing Rosé, Decoy has just the wine for your discerning taste. Ask for us at your local wine shop or visit decoywines.com slash celebrate to locate our wines near you. Whether you're firing up the grill, hosting an alfresco get-together, or enjoying the warm summer nights, let Decoy by Duckhorn elevate your occasion. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Now through Monday, get a huge 50% off the styles you need now with 50% off all jeans, 50% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, 50% off. Jeans start at 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Want fashion in a flash? Buy online and pick up in-store for free. Hurry, the sale ends Monday at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 829 to 9 Excludes in-store clearance, jumpsuits, rompers, bubbles, active license, and men's package tees. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.